Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. Wish you all a happy new year 2022. It's your host Poonam here with a very special guest. And today we are going to talk about how we can move more and eat a balanced diet and stay fit and fine for our well-being. Looking forward to talking to you. Before I ask you a few questions, please introduce yourself. And tell us more about you and what are you doing currently? Thank you, Puna, for this amazing opportunity to talk with the audience today. And uh, before I start, uh, just a quick introduction. Uh, I have been a certified personal trainer. And I, by profession, actually, I'm an IT professional working in the Bay Area. And along with it, I this is my passion to really train people um, another fun fact about me is I, I used to be an athletic person right from my childhood, and I loved sports a lot. And while I was in college, I was not able to work out or not able to be on the ground really playing and having fun. So I joined the gym, and that's where my life all transformed. And this is all in back in 94, where gyms were really very rare, and women going to the gym or girls going to the gym was even very rare. But I'm glad my coach, Arun Datar, he kind of felt that I was a, a spark <laughs> for him. And he started training me for... Uh, bodybuilding and uh, eventually I was recorded as India's first woman pioneer bodybuilder in the Limka Book of Records which is now a national record and I am so glad that I was able to get that and I think I have not stopped any um, after that and I'm just continuing to be healthy and fit even from there onwards so I this is like my favorite topic and I'm so glad Poonam again for giving me this opportunity to come and talk to the audience. Thank you. Wow, this is fantastic and impressive, Sunita. Um, let's begin the show. As you know, you know, when the new year starts, most of us make various resolutions. And the most popular new year resolutions are about self-improvement. 23% of people, they want to live healthier. 21% want to get happier, 20% wants to lose weight, and 7% have made goal to do more exercising. Uh, but I do wonder, you know, when people say they want to live healthier, how do you define health? Can you share some perspective? Sure, absolutely. So, you know what, New Year is a great uh, way to really start some thinking on you know how you want your new year to be and usually 
for some reason, health is something as a priority on everybody's list when the new year comes in. And they talk about self-improvement or about health. I do want to uh, lose weight or things like that. And, and, and this comes like every year. So uh, I'm glad that everybody's thinking of it again. But I would say, do not wait for the new year to have some resolutions. Uh, rather, I'm glad that Poonam is bringing it up that uh, how do I define health? So as I said, to define health, you don't have to wait for the new year to begin. Every day is a new year for you. You are losing that time to really get healthy day by day. And the way I define health is based on different aspects. It's not just exercise. Exercise is just one piece of it to really keep your body moving and keeping it strengthening and keeping it stronger. But along with it also comes mental health where you want to focus on your, how is your mental uh, state of mind? How are you perceiving issues that are coming in your life? How are you addressing them? And along with it also comes diet, which is the key part of it. For all of us to really keep on going on a day-to-day -day basis, we have to have a very good healthy diet. And that's something, another important piece of it. And last one is rest or sleep. So you need to relax your body, mind, along with you know the, all these things taken into consideration. And another aspect I do want to touch upon as well is the vital part of it is uh, the body fluids or water. That's another thing because I've seen that that's something people have been taking it for granted or maybe neglecting it as well. So that's another piece I do want to touch upon. So those are the things I do look upon as a holistic way of really living a healthy lifestyle. And you can start now. Do not wait for the new year. That's a wonderful advice, Sunila. I like what you shared. You know, every day is a new beginning. Uh, we don't need to wait for the new year to make this resolution. But I would like to ask you, yeah, we do make those goals. But sometimes, you know, it's very hard to sustain these goals. Do you have any tips for us to sustain um, our goals? So my question back to the listeners, and I think this is something that they can really ponder upon to think about what is it that you really want to, you know, make sure as a goal to keep yourself healthy. Why does it fall off your wagon? We eat every day. And why do we eat every day? to keep alive or, you know, why do we have a job? We go and have a, we want to go and earn money because we want a good lifestyle. Why do we brush every day? Simple thing to keep our teeth healthy. So all these things, if you think about it, why are we doing it? You have an answer. So uh, my question back to the audience is, what is it? that stops you from being healthy and not doing exercise or having all these other topics that I just touched upon earlier, not make a priority, right? So that's, I would like to, uh, like the audience really think upon, but how do you sustain that goal? That's another good question is to just, I'm gonna get back to the 
again, example of brushing your teeth. Very simple. We started at an early age of brushing teeth at probably what, one year, one and a half year. Now at your age, wherever you are, uh, in 30s, 40s, even teenagers, whoever, everybody just brushes their teeth even without thinking, right? And we know the, uh, the benefits behind brushing your teeth is keeping a healthy, uh, healthy, healthy teeth and having that good, you know? So that is what we are doing. So the same thing, we don't know the, now as adults, rather I would say our adults, teenagers, whoever, we know that if we have to keep a healthy lifestyle, we have to some invest our time and our efforts towards it to get it. And when we know, why do we have to think about it? Just do it, right? So for the sustenance part of it, I think just make a commitment to yourself, maybe 10 minutes, just get up and go for a run, go for a walk. Now that you're walking, try to sprint a little bit, go a little bit faster, but challenge yourself once you reach that particular goal. And that's how we have challenged ourselves so far, correct? We were in first grade at some time, we were in second grade at some time, we were challenged every single year to earn your bachelor's, your master's, your PhD. And that's how we sustain our goal and make sure that goal is gonna be a lifelong goal and it's not gonna be a short-term goal, right? And there is like short-term goals you move on, keep on moving on, but that is how you keep on sustaining yourself. Make sense? Yes, so I, what I understood it, um, you know, self-care, this is part of your self-care, make it as your habit, make it as a priority, make it as a necessity uh, because the way you, explain that there is like, we now don't think twice we need to do brush every day no matter what the similar thinking if we put to our health and doing that exercise and other aspect you talked about then it will become a habit a nature right instead of you know we need to push ourselves for thinking of sustaining you will give it time you will make that investment i really liked what you just said change your perspective because it's an investment so my another question about the you know like a lot of teenagers even you know others we always are very conscious about body weight and there is something called bmi so is bmi an important indicator of our health so as we are younger i would say um i wouldn't too much stress upon the BMI from my perspective. And that's my perspective. Um, while I was growing up, let me tell you a story. I never knew what BMI was. And I think only in the Western world, when I came, that's when I'm thinking about, I'm hearing about BMI, uh, you know, the fat percentage, the muscle percentage. When does this come into picture? Is only when you are really probably too obese or too weak or some athletic person who wants to gain certain kind of structure, a body structure, that's when the BMI comes into picture. Otherwise, for a layman, what is BMI? Why do you want to worry about BMI? If you're eating well, if you're working out well, we have very basic standards that or even guidelines 
for a particular weight, this would be a standard weight. Um, for a particular height, this would be a particular weight or the range of the weight, right? So if we can go by those, that's good enough. The more information, the more complexity. I would say, think what you want to do with that information. If that information doesn't make sense, if does it's not going to be utilized in your day-to-day, I don't think that should be even thought about or that should not be even a factor to be worried. So again, my perspective, I look at the BMI for me. Yes, and there is a reason because I do look at the fat and the uh, muscle percentage for me for a reason because I have a different goal that I've set up for myself. And that's where the BMI comes into picture for me. It's a good indicator when we go to the doctor saying, oh, your weight is this much, your BMI is this much, your BMI should come within this range. What does that mean? What are the next steps you do, right? And again, it's again exercising that you need to do to, for, to uh, get down your BMI, right? So it's a good indicator, but I wouldn't say, don't worry about it too much, lead a healthy lifestyle, that will definitely get your BMI in proportion with your weight and your height. That is a wonderful advice, Sunita. I wanted to ask you, how much exercise is good for a healthy person? So again, defining a healthy person is based on everybody's individuality and everybody's thoughts, right? So I think I'm a healthy person. Somebody who is even uh, 15 pounds uh, than their normal expected weight thinks, oh, I'm still healthy. I don't have any issues, right? I don't have any uh, ailments. I don't have any pains or anything. So I'm still healthy. So I don't need to work out. So it is, again, very, it's every individual perspective how much exercise is good for that person. I would say, Start where you can sustain your workout. And I call it a workout because it has to be something which really bumps up your heart rate. So any person, wherever you're starting, at whatever age group you are at, try to do some activity, which is a little fast-paced activity for 15 minutes. See where you stand. 15 minutes is a long time for an exercise. So find out what is your ballpark and go from there and i can guarantee somebody who is starting new right it, at any age it could be younger or even mid-age 15 minutes is a lot of time to really find out what, how much uh, exercise they can work out on by 15 minutes they should be drained out uh, and that's what you know that's your starting point and from there anywhere how much your body can take you can do it. It's not like a number of hours, but uh, for any person, for a generic answer, for any person to keep a healthy lifestyle, at least 45 minutes to an hour activity, physical, rigorous activity, not just, you know, moving around, walking around, rigorous activity is important. And that's what I would say should be one of the takeaways for this one, at least. That's very interesting. Um, I have seen sometimes people overdo and they hurt themselves also. So um, 
what I'm hearing, it's important to do exercise, but is it important to do every day or every other day? How do I know if I'm rested well and I can do again? Right. And again, that's another thing as well. As you continue exercising, you will know that if you're able to do it again the next day or no. If you're new, anybody who is starting new, I would recommend to start at least two days to three days is a good bare minimum to start and for 15 minutes initially. If you're easily able to do it for 15 minutes, uh, you can go to 30 minutes, but you have to keep on you know, challenging yourself every single time. Next is maybe you can increase again for another, another 15 minutes, but now you have to also see the quality of workouts that you are including in that particular 30 minutes, 45 minutes. If you're going to be, uh, you know, pausing in between it, in between your workouts for 10 minutes, that's not workout. It has to be continuous 45 minutes and you can take breaks like for half and half a minute, one minute, two minutes in between. So that is where, you know, you should find it. So injury is another good, uh, good question. Um, and there are multiple reasons why people hurt themselves. Let me start with that. And, one of the reasons maybe they may have not warmed up before any kind of exercise. Uh, they may be overweight. They may be, you know, not doing the exercise in the proper posture and the right posture, right method. Then, you know, these are some of the very commonly known uh, issues. Other thing is also like, oh, now, you know, I go to the doctor, my doctor tells me, you have to start working out because you are, you know, you're overweight and you're, you know, you have some issues and that's where doctor says, go and do strength training. Now this person comes in and starts their strength training. Um, they don't know how to do it. They just start doing something based on, you know, how people are doing. So that's another thing that starts hurting them as well. So that's where proper guidance is really important to start any kind of exercise. Invest in a trainer or invest in at least looking at very, um, you know, even at the gym if you're going there, right? Invest in somebody there, even talking to them, asking the gym members, hey, can you, uh, not the members, but you know, the, uh, the staff think, hey, how can I do this? I don't know. Ask, because that is very important. And uh, that's where you can save yourself from hurting yourself or injuring yourself. And other thing, I do want to make sure that injuries, uh, when you're younger, it's it's a little bit okay because you can heal much faster. And sometimes that injury is not even an injury for a long term, especially after a certain age, after your mid-30s or later on even um, both genders. It's a lot of issues if... Uh, if you get into an injury, it's hard to recover from the injury in the first place and then move forward to your you know, next goal of really getting fit. So it kind of pulls you back. So make sure you kind of are doing it in the right way. Do not go to the YouTube videos just commonly. Find out the best trainer there or you know, know somebody that they can guide you through, you know, uh, through the different postures because it's definitely important. So, and the second piece of it now, um, if you're, if we know we are well rested or no, right? Um, so again, it depends on the person. If that person has been training before, 
and uh, working out before, it makes sense to, you know, do it every day. I go every day. I have one day of rest. But I have been training for most of my life. And uh, that's something because I know what is my capacity. Somebody else who is starting new may not be able to do it every day and to the level where I'm doing. So again, um, every other day, uh, keep make sure rest well. Uh, sleep is another thing that we were talking about in the initial uh, in the initial question. So make sure you kind of are well rested. Uh, get enough water actually while you're working out. Uh, may it be anything yoga strength training, group classes, Bombay Jam, anything, make sure you drink water. So that's how I would say. Thank you, Sunila. When we are talking about, you know, water, I wanted to ask you other questions. Also, some people I have seen, they have uh, some sports drinks and uh, other teenaging like, ages, they drink a lot of sodas. So would you be able to educate us? Is it okay to drink soda often? And what happens if you drink soda? So since we are talking about liquids, I think I can definitely cover soda, but I think I would add a, add as well to other drinks as well, uh, especially during the workouts, right? So I think uh, I'll, I'll separate this question into two parts. Uh, one is during the workout, as you mentioned, there will be a sports drink and something on a day-to-day -day basis, just as a regular practice. So for sports drinks, let me come there. Um, Sports drinks are pretty new in the market, maybe a couple of years, still maybe 20 years. But again, uh, I would recommend not to really go for those sports drinks for the fact that your body is kind of just really adapting to getting started working out in the gym and you're adding another different item to it. You know, it's like a different facet to it. So I'm not a big fan of sports drink because it has a lot of sugars and added stuff as well. Um, and this is, it's a lot of, you know, changes in the body. It things, there are different things that happen. So I wouldn't really recommend, uh, again, um, just drinking water, plain, simple water is more efficient for the fact that any natural sources um, are really good for the body as for the fact that our body is made up of 70% of water. And 70% of water means like pretty much it's like a bigger piece of it, right? So you have to supplement your body with that water. And the more water you are drinking, you should at least have two liters of water every single day and uh, minimum, and if you're working out even more because your body needs to replenish all those um, muscles or you know anything, and it keeps your body hydrated. So make sure you, you know, drink your water. And the sodas that you talked about, sodas are definitely a big no, um, because again, they're aerated drinks. It's something carbonated, it's, it has chemicals. And um, I mean, it just, um, it's probably just for the taste, a lot of sugars again in it, and a lot of sodium. It's just like, if you see the contents of it, it's all chemicals. And uh, I really don't recommend it, especially kids who are growing up right now. I would really, you know, um, have, like, really request them not to, 
you know, drink sodas and everything. I know it's kind of becomes like a status sometimes, like, or, you know, kids maybe getting bullied around. Uh, oh, yeah, he doesn't drink sodas or even he doesn't drink any alcohol, right? That's another level. So it's okay. Stand your ground and make sure you understand why you are drinking it. If you're drinking it just because somebody will bully me, no, that's not. Your health should come first. And it's not that I didn't go through this, these challenges as a kid I was growing up, right? I went to the same challenges. And uh, the only reason I can say that I could stay away from all these is because I knew what was the value my health was adding to me than all these other things that were impacting, uh, you know, like the status or people bullying. No, but I had to stand that ground and it takes a lot of guts to do that. Um, and especially same thing with alcohol. Uh, anything that really takes up your consciousness away from you is really not good. You should be able to control your mind with a lot of power and a lot of strength to be able to say yes, no, and make decision. We are, we are really intelligent uh, you know, really intelligent brain that we have been uh, given. So I think you should just make use of it. Um, so I think that really sums up everything. And uh, sports ring, again, I want to just come back to it. Some of these athletes, even I take sports rings at some point of time. But again, that's guided by my coach because it's necessary at that time. It has a certain effect that you want to get out of it. So it's all targeted. So whatever you put in your body has an effect on your body and also really reflects where you want to go. What's your goal, right? So you can't just drink it for the status of it. Oh, you know what? Because I'm in this group, bunch of folks, I've gone for, say, an evening in a cocktail party. Oh, because, you know, people will say, oh, my God, she doesn't drink. I have to have at least a glass in my hand. No, I don't need to. You know, so it just be sure that you are grounded and say no to what you really feel is not healthy for you because you are going to be your own health caretaker. Nobody else is going to take care of your health. Well said, you know, it's not only about drinks, but even, you know, the junk food. A lot of people, they eat because others are eating. So I wanted to ask you about the diet part. So what's the role of diet and nutrition to achieve a healthy lifestyle or in our health goals? You know what, actually, um, I think now that healthy diet and everything has really become the talk of the town. But uh, I want to just, you know, reference to the days when I was growing up, we did not have a lot of restaurants around us. So all the food that was coming was awesome home-cooked food. And I'm so glad because then I know my mom was definitely making something which was healthy uh, with less oil, with less, you know, like all those great stuff. So it was healthier food. But now you have all these options. You're provided with options. You have like, you name it, all the burger places, pizza places, uh, smoothie places, I mean, restaurants, different, uh, uh, actually, even different cuisines of, you know, that you kind of get. Although, if you see the proportions of all these when they're served, I feel that's like, 
it's humongous. It's like four portions at one time just offered for one person, right? So that's too big of a portion. The portion sizes are so big that that's what it's adding up to everybody's uh, health or, you know, like the, those added uh, weight. And uh, also all these uh, unhealthy foods, they are like made, they're greased up, they are like whatnot. So I think that is where all the problem is also starting. And I do want to highlight actually that kids are going to be kids all the time. It's not that I never ate junk. Yes, I think in my days we had those street food like vada pavs, you know, I did eat it. Yes, but it wasn't that greasy. I definitely now, if I compare, it wasn't greasy at much. And uh, we were able to burn that out with some sort of activity. And I do want to add another point as well, that when I was growing up, I used to eat. I love eating food. And then when I came to know that I can burn out all this with workouts, it was even better because I was able to eat as much as I want and go burn it out and have an awesome workout and still feel great about it. And at that time, when you're younger, your calorie burning rate is much higher. Your metabolism we talk about is much higher. So it's it's good. But you have to work out, eat but work out. If you're eating junk food, go work out. You are not going to sit there in one place. And I do recommend the parents really not to encourage any of these um, junk foods and everything. You know, just be conscious because kids will always want to have that. Make sure you kind of get some kind of a level setting with them that they cannot have it so many times or whatever just put that ground put those ground rules and if you can start those habits as early in the age it's even better because that's where the habit starts forming and you know that it's going to come back also be a role model yourself you know make sure you make you uh, you get some awesome food, you make awesome food, you make healthy foods, healthy food choices. And that's something that you can, you know, as on a day-to-day -day basis, your kids will see it. It will be ingrained in them at some point of time. But make sure you put those habits and showcase that. And that's where it all starts as well. Wow, Zanila, you are so awesome and you are saying like it's a shared responsibilities right parents as well as teens and parents are the role model they need to showcase that active lifestyle and cooking um, good food um, for themselves and the children so it's a wonderful advice you gave to us I really thank you for taking time out to be with me in this interview and sharing your insights with our teens as well as parents. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Puram, so much for this opportunity. I hope at least something, uh, you know, the audience can take it back and start implementing in their day-to-day -day life. And if any questions, I'm always here to answer. And again, thank you so much. Have a healthy 2022. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.